Welcome to Dr. Mary Oz's Radical Change Now radio program. Today, you will learn how to combine healing and the law of attraction to better your own life in mere weeks. Join us on our journey, which starts right now. Here's your host, Dr. Mary Oz. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Radical Change Now, where we care about your healing, transformation, and any big changes that you want in your life. And we're really excited that we've been able to bring you some really powerful guests on different topics. And today is the same. We're here with Dr. Teresa Lyons. So welcome to the call. Thank you. Nice to have you here. And Dr. Teresa Lyons is a autism specialist. And she is also the creator of Navigating Autism. She's an Ivory League scientist and an autistic parent herself. She teaches parents how to forget about autism and do the fun things that they dreamed about doing with their children. She has a very unique story. She has tons of education. And I think she's going to start our show off today by telling us a little bit about herself and her journey and why it's so powerful and so unique. So welcome, Dr. Teresa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. And sure, I can start talking a little bit about how I got started in this, which was not at all. I was entirely career-focused. I have a PhD in computational chemistry from Yale University, and I was really a, a career woman. And it was after getting my PhD and working in big pharma and large corporations that I thought I could define my life through my work as a scientist, but after a while I realized that that wasn't, it wasn't, my dream wasn't matching up with my reality. And I watched the movie, it's called About Schmidt. I don't know if mm. you've watched it. I haven't it's seen with, that one, no. It's with uh, Jack Nicholson. I'll summarize it quickly. Um, so he dedicates his whole entire life to working at this one corporation and it's coming towards retirement. And he packs up his office and he organizes everything and tells everyone, you know, how to continue his work. And he comes back a week later and all of his files are out on the street in the trash. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just, you know, that's kind of where I was heading. I would have worked. Um, and, and define my life just through through work, and it wouldn't have really been meaningful. Mm. So I, I really came to that point where, and, and many people do, it's, it's what can I do with my life that matters? Right. Yeah, and, you know, I love that you share that because that's really the whole Radical Change Now show at this point is how can we bring powerful guests to our audience? And, you know, whether you need to heal or you're trying to transform your life or you're somebody powerful and you're ready to go to the next level. You know, recently we had a show with Vince Kramer and it's really about what's your purpose in life. And sometimes we're called to a bigger purpose than we originally saw. But in the end, it's like, did we love, did we matter? Have we lived enough? Like those are three powerful questions. So I love that you've got this journey about where your life took on a new point where it was going to matter much more. Mm, and that's that's where I was, and 
I, I, I didn't know what to do. I mean, how do you answer a question like that? It's not something where, at least for me, I wasn't like, I know what to do. I know what will matter in my life. Um, so it was a, a few months after starting to look for that answer where I went to a friend's um, football game. She had a 10-year-old son, and it was a football game, so I went with her. And we were sitting on the sidelines chatting, and her son scored a touchdown, and she just lost it, basically. It was just, she started running up and down the sideline. That's my son. <laughs> she Aww. was so proud, and she had done a lot to to get her son to be at that point. And watching her just be so proud and excited, that was the answer. That's that's what matters. So for me, my career, that focus, it shifted to really having a family and, and having a child so that I could do something that, that mattered. Mm. So it was like a positive wake-up call for you. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was <clears throat> an amazing... I never would have found that answer in a book. I had to have my mm-hmm. eyes open in real life and just be present and and really see that and, and say, yeah, that's, that's what matters. You know, it's funny that you say that because I think, you know, I think a certain amount of our followers are probably overachievers and people that are always reading books and looking for help and listening to podcasts and radio shows for programs. And you're right. It's like you wouldn't find that lesson in a book. Like sometimes we have to find the lessons through relationships or events or experiences, right? Mm, Yep. Yeah, it's about just being open to however the universe is going to teach you. It Mm -hmm. can come through a book or maybe a book prepares you for a certain situation. It's just being open and, and willing to recognize that answer when you see it. Yeah. So you're having this moment and you have this wake up call and you realize, wow, being a parent really matters and it's more important to me. And then what happens? So I decided to become a parent and I certainly thought about it. It wasn't like at a whim. I was like, it's just, you know, parenting is it's a big decision. It's a big commitment. Um, but yeah, um, I certainly did want to become a parent and I thought it through. And in that time, what I was thinking about was um, what it meant to be a parent. And I had a lot of images of ballerinas, cute pink tutus, and going to (laughs) dance classes, and going to the playground, and doing simple things like swinging on a swing, um, going on adventures, and thinking back a lot to my childhood, like what did I enjoy, what, what was meaningful me with my parents and how did I learn the most. So science museums, I really enjoyed science museums and making holiday decorations and cookies with my family and going to see Santa. All those those natural, beautiful ways of, of teaching a child is what I really thought I would experience when I became a parent, but it's, it's not what I experienced. So, you you know, I love how you describe that because it really gives me the feeling of like how you were looking so forward to being a parent <clears throat> and you had this like image or visualization of what it was going to be like and that almost like it had to be like that for you to be happy. Mm. Right? 
Yeah. And I think I think we do do that sometimes with parenting and I also find that people do it very often in relationships. Like you meet somebody mm-hmm. and you think, oh, this is the one. He's amazing. And then seven, eight, nine months, you kind of see some flaws and you're like, oh, I didn't want that part. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we do in life approach, whether it's parenting or dating or marriage, you know, with a very detailed, like you just had a very detailed, expressive expectation of what you thought was coming. But something else it kind of didn't turn out that way, correct? Correct, yeah. That's not what I experienced. Uh, so my daughter was diagnosed with severe autism when she was mm-hmm. three and a half years old. And I felt like a failure as a parent because all of those natural, beautiful ways of teaching and interacting with a child that I dreamt about with autism most of that wasn't even possible. Mm. So we had things like seizures and head banging and biting and and just there's no pointing, no talking. My daughter was nonverbal, no playing. There's no no fun. So it, it was definitely hard. And being an overachiever, I thought these things were so simple, so Basic. I didn't think this was anything that I had to work at being a, a parent. You know, going to the playground—that was a given. So, right. It, it really felt like a I was failing as a parent. So it's interesting how we do that as parents. You know, first of all, I just want to kind of like put my hand on my heart and give a little love out to you because you know, is it? It is a very upsetting thing whenever a parent finds out, discovers, or imagines that maybe my child's not going to be okay, right? Either emotionally, physically, or there might be a diagnosis that's going to make their life so much more difficult. So just for our listeners, like just really let's connect with them for a moment that Dr. Teresa and myself, you know, from a heartfelt place, we really understand and know that that's a very painful place. Because I think sometimes like you could be a parent of an autistic child and your friends love you and your friends see your struggle, but if they don't have, say, an autistic child or the same situation that you're struggling with, I don't know if they really know your pain. Would you agree with that, Dr. Teresa? Yeah. It's really hard to understand autism if you're not living with it. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are many experts who, who are, are great and helpful, but... When, when it seems like there won't be an end to certain problems, it, mm-hmm. it, it really takes a toll emotionally, which mm-hmm. then makes mm-hmm. being a caregiver, because that's essentially what you are, um, it, it makes it very difficult. And then it's like, it's like that heartbreak and those frustrations <clears throat> somehow turn into guilt, right? Like you mentioned the yeah. word guilt before. Can you talk to us a little bit about the guilt? Sure. So processing uh, processing a lot of the emotions that come up is is really important. And um, that's it's something that can't be ignored if you really want to see a lot of change in your child. So if you just take the emotions that come up and kind of shove them down and say, I'll deal with it later, it's 
it doesn't work because they'll come up at times when you really don't need them. And you need as much patience and compassion. And if you take those negative energy and those negative thoughts and just kind of try and ignore them, it kind of bleeds over into that area. So really the emotions that you have when you receive the diagnosis or even beforehand when you start to see things not go too well, um, they have to be processed and, and fully felt and realize before making decisions for your child. Um, And I I say that because if you're in a panic mode, which many parents are around the time of diagnosis, and I was for sure, um, you can't make a good logical decision when you're not calm and centered yourself. So that's really, I've, I've seen lots of parents just be very scattered and they'll try a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And it, it, if you take action from a place of frenzy, you only get frenzied results. And it's a guaranteed way to tire yourself out and lose all motivation because the results you get aren't going to be what you want. And then also at that point, the children pick up on it, right? So, I mean, yeah. I know in my world, like, children can pick up on when parents are not getting along or not having a loving relationship. And even though they may act like all is well, children might know things don't feel right. So I would imagine autistic children really also get affected by your scatteredness or your frenzy. Mm -hmm. Completely, completely. Those with autism, so many people think, oh, they can't speak, so they can't really understand. And that's so not true. Oh, they're, they're tuned into everything. They, they mm. really understand um, what is going on. And, and they are. They can see you that you're stressed. They can see that you're, you're not as patient. And you know, when you really understand what autism is, the compassion will just grow even more for your child because they are trying to do so much with so much frenzy going on in their own body. So really coming from a place of being centered and calm and making decisions from that place is, is the really best thing. So, you know, you sound very knowledgeable to me, uh, Dr. Teresa, not only from your, old exper- your own experience, but I know you've done a lot of research. And you mentioned to me the name Dr. Mark Hyman. So tell us who that is and how you've been connected to him. Sure. Uh, Dr. Mark Hyman is um, one of the world's best functional medicine practitioners. He is a 11-time New York Times bestselling author. Um, he started the Department of Functional Medicine at Cleveland Clinic uh, that's in the United States. And um, he has actually overseen the healing of many children from autism. And I've started um, working with him a little bit, and he has endorsed me for my knowledge of my work in autism, specifically focusing in food. So it's great to be able to have my work be validated and endorsed by such a a profound practitioner. Wow. I love that. Awesome, awesome. 
So um, we're going to go to a quick commercial break. But before we go to a commercial break, I want to mention that Dr. Teresa Lyons has a gift for us today. And if you go over to my gift page at drmaryozfreegifts.com and scroll down to the bottom, uh, Dr. Teresa will be the last entry there. And she's created a autism quiz, right? So if you have a child who has autism, you're going to want to take this quiz. She's got some very powerful questions related to what we're going to be talking about, not only in today's show, but Dr. Teresa Lyons will be joining us next Wednesday as well. So if you have a moment during the commercial break, you, you want to head over to Dr. Mary Oz, free gifts, G-I-F-T-S dot com. Check out Dr. Teresa Lyons' quiz and quick commercial break. And when we come back, Dr. Teresa is going to be sharing more information about healing autism and what every parent of an autistic child needs to know. If you're looking to help that child heal, then allow that child to heal you as well. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your Radical Change. Radical Change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Are you loving the content that Radical Change Now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, this is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at DrMaryOzFreeGifts.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change Now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. So welcome back to Radical Change Now. We're here with Dr. Teresa Lyons, an autism specialist and expert. And, you know, one of the one of the stories, Teresa, and one of the messages in your story that I was attracted to is that I know you often make the comment that you were looking to help your daughter heal. And by the name, what is, by the way, what is your daughter's first name? Oh, you can just call her my daughter. <laughs> okay. So... You tell the story about how you wanted to help your daughter heal, and in return, you ended up getting a healing. So can you tell us that story? Sure. It's, it's many stories, because as you know, with, with healing, it, it takes time, and, and it healing really just is like a flower blossoming. So you think mm. things can't get more beautiful and, and fun and enjoyable, and on a healing journey, it, it continues to blossom. So my daughter continues to teach me every day. And um, it, it really started with, with guilt. So um, just I felt so guilty that I did something wrong or I didn't do what I should have done or so, somehow how did I cause this and, and did, did I not eat enough? Did I not sleep enough when I was pregnant? Mm. Or, or maybe I should have exercised more. Or I probably worked too much. I probably should have... It, it, it's endless, the, the emotion of guilt, and it, it just becomes an endless loop of I should have, I could have, and you just hear that over and over in, in your mind. And as my daughter started healing... She would just start to to smile, and, and that was a huge thing for me. When when I would walk in the room, and she would recognize me, notice me, and and smile. So it was almost her compassion towards me first, then mm. helped me start to release some of that guilt. So right. I, I certainly read lots of different books and went to therapy and and started talking and, and really processing those emotions because the the guilt for me and I know for many parents it, it can just paralyze you. Mm. So one thing that I did was I took lots of different online courses because at the time I was living in upstate New York and um, online was the best way to really interact with people and learn. And um, for releasing guilt, I worked with one teacher who taught us about Honoponopono. And ah. it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was profound in that it wasn't like therapy where therapy was just a lot of, for me, it just seems like a lot of effort. Just, I, I could almost relax <laughs> into That's true. That is true. Releasing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what I need. As an autism parent, we need the easiest. <laughs> we need, we do not need hard things. We need easy, and just being able to kind of relax into releasing that guilt was was 
something that really helped me a lot. So this is, you know, a simple smile from my daughter that just really was comforting and allowed me to open up again to the universe and say, okay, how, how can I really start letting this go? Yeah, so, you know, I love what you're sharing and the simplicity of it, and yet it's really not so simplistic because, you know, if you have an artistic child and a parent shares, oh, my gosh, my daughter smiled at me today and she showed me compassion, people that have an artistic child would know that's a milestone. And yet people that don't have an artistic child would think, well, what do you mean? She smiled at you like, I don't know that they truly understand that that's such a milestone for a child who I think autism is usually about not feeling like they fit into the world or feeling comfortable enough to connect and express. Yeah, it, it, it's a spectrum. So with what? my daughter, she was completely severe. So I don't even know what she felt about what was around her because she was mm. so from what was going on in her body that um, a higher functioning child might be able to communicate some of those feelings. But um, when you're all the way on the other end of the spectrum, it's hard to even... It's hard to even even know, um, and and it is hard to celebrate those milestones because I I have family and and friends and they would be they would try and match their enthusiasm with my enthusiasm, <laughs> but if if it's not your child if it's if that's not your life, it's really hard to as you're saying, appreciate the full depth of that milestone. Right. You know, we mentioned spectrum, and I'm not sure that our audience really knows what spectrum is. So could you give our audience an idea of, like, so what's, like, kind of on the lower end of autism, autistic behavior versus, you said on the beginning of the show, your daughter was diagnosed with severe autism. Can you just explain to our audience what that spectrum, like, examples on both sides might be? Sure, sure. So with autism, it is considered a spectrum because um, people present in many different ways. So when someone has severe autism, um, they're on the lower functioning side of the spectrum. And so if you're thinking left to right, we can consider that to be all the way on the left-hand side of the spectrum. So a lot of times um, IQ is... I will say IQ is not able to be measured accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't mean there's not intelligence there. <laughs> but um, the, the standard way of measuring and getting IQ, it, it's, you won't really get much results. So um, daily life is very difficult. Um, so these are more uh, children and later on adults who... Uh, can't do daily functioning tasks. So bathrooming, feeding themselves, uh, getting dressed themselves, that's that's the low end of the spectrum, so the severe end of the spectrum. And you can go all the way, let's say, to the extreme right-hand side, and we would call that the higher level functioning of autism. And so that might be someone who's verbal. It might be someone who goes to a mainstream school, um, and they might have difficulty socializing um, and, and difficulty with certain things, but in many ways, 
sometimes you wouldn't even notice a difference unless you interacted right. with that person a lot. So they can get dragged, right. they can brush their teeth, you know, they might, you know, as they get older, they might be able to cook their own food and um, things along those lines. And, and so the spectrum means that you can have a child with autism, but they can fall anywhere from the left to the right-hand side of that spectrum. So right. when someone says they have a child with autism, it's, it's important to really understand a little bit more of their daily functioning because then you can understand more of the challenges that that parent's going through. And sometimes when you have high function in autism, a family, a parent might not know right away or think, or it could be misdiagnosed, right? Yes. With higher functioning autism, a lot of times the diagnosis is made around 8 to 10 years old. Mm -hmm. It certainly can be diagnosed earlier, but a lot of times for the higher functioning autism, a diagnosis comes later. With the severe um, part of the spectrum of autism, it's it's obvious that there's there's something that's wrong. Right. So, you know, I love that you brought up Ho'oponopono, and it makes total sense to me that, you know, as parents, you need what's easy, what's quick, and what's powerful. And, you know, here at Radical Change Coaching Academy, which sponsors our Radical Change Now show, we always teach that Ho'oponopono, the hardest thing is to say the word, Ho'oponopono, but to actually Ho'oponopono, to just say, I love you, I thank you, please forgive me, I'm sorry, that's so easy that we actually teach five and six-year-olds to Ho'oponopono. And I just, you know, I have these like visions of like you Ho'oponoponoing for your daughter. And then I think back to Dr. Hugh Lin, right? So Ho'oponopono um, is something that a psychologist, uh, actually, yeah, a psychologist, Dr. Hugh Lin knew about. And his job at the time was to work in a criminally um, it was a hospital for criminally insane people. And his commitment was, I'm going to ho'oponopono for my clients who have mental illness. And most of them had committed horrendous crimes. And he never met with them. He did not medicate them. He literally dedicated his time to ho'oponoponoing. And by him ho'oponoponoing for them it affected their mood, it affected their diagnosis, and many of them went on to leave his hospital and go to a different type of setting. So it makes wow. sense to me, yeah. So it makes sense to me that by ho'oponoponoing for a child who has any kind of diagnosis, it's such a gift of love and it's such a gift of healing to be able to do that for your child. So what we teach in our program is when we ho'oponopono, we're cleaning, clearing, and erasing any negative energy, any negative emotions, doubts, or frustrations, or feelings of guilt that we might have. And it, it directly then, when we heal, the people that we love the most, right, which would be your child, the people that we love the most benefit from the healing that we activated. So I love that somewhere along the line, someone introduced you to Ho'oponopono for your, for your daughter and for yourself. I'm very grateful for it, and and also with with autism. I one of the when you were just talking about it, I I realized one of the reasons why it feels so effortless is it comes from a place of accepting. So many times with autism, 
um, it's very easy to be like, uh, you know, if, if this symptom wasn't there, then life would be so much better. And, and then thoughts start to become from a less accepting place of who your child is. Mm-hmm. And, and healing just happens so much easier when you can accept the situation that you're in, you can accept your child for who they are, but then to know that there can be something better without making who your child is any less than what they are. So it's, mm, that's it's beautiful. Very, I like that. Yeah. Thanks. It's, it's yeah. very, it's a, it's a balance, it's a delicate balance of wanting more for your child, but also accepting them so that they don't feel like there's something wrong with them. And that's really Correct. important with autism is, is that your child knows you love them and that mm. you're trying to help them to be whatever they want to be and not that you don't love them the way they are now. Right. Awesome. Awesome. So now I also know that you began to experience some radical change, though, but you made some decisions and some changes, right? So you say, like, your daughter began to heal and you began to heal. So tell us about some of those changes that happened. Sure. So a lot of um, the work that I did with my daughter and that I do with my clients is based in functional medicine. Mm-hmm. And functional medicine is all about addressing the root cause of diseases. And one of the first fundamental steps of just feeling better, regardless of a diagnosis or not, is, is eating better. So um, I made diet changes for her, and those were specific to her autism symptoms. And her healing was amazing. So I just de facto started changing what I was eating because I had more and more nourishing foods around that she was eating that it would just be easier for me to start eating. So I used to love typical comfort foods like macaroni and cheese and lasagna and, you know, all those donuts and <laughs> lovely foods like that. Um, but those comfort foods, as I started healing myself, in a way, I wasn't getting comfort from those comfort foods. I was getting comfort more from myself. So Mm -hmm. I could feel myself how much better I was. Now, I I didn't have a diagnosis. I wasn't sick or anything. Um, But I started making radical changes in my diet because I made radical changes in my daughter's diet. And she started improving so much. And I did as well. Awesome. So you found that really eating healthier and being more health conscious and conscious of everyday ways that you could offer more healthy food and healthy choices made a big difference. Most definitely. Most definitely. And forgiving myself um, just for all of the guilt that I had over my daughter's diagnosis, I... I began to love myself much more. So mm-hmm. I used to look at organic food and be like, oh, it's so expensive. And, and um, it, eating organic food and eating nourishing food was more of a way now to respect myself. To, it kind of came from a place of love. Like, of course I'll eat organic food because 
I, I didn't have that guilty feeling anymore. So there was definitely a mind shift in me from changing my food, but then also as my daughter would heal, then I could heal and we helped heal each other. So it's from a much different place of looking at food. Mm, very powerful. Thank you. So we're going to take another quick commercial break, and we're going to encourage you to go to drmaryozfreegifts.com. Dr. Teresa Lyons has a quiz, and I believe in her quiz she has some questions particularly related to this, as well as to what we're going to discuss right after our commercial. When we come back, Dr. Teresa Lyons is going to discuss with you, if you're ready to take some action to get some big changes, she's going to tell you exactly some steps that you can take that will help you do that. So we'll be back in a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you loving the content that Radical Change now has been sharing? Looking for more insights, strategies, and advice? Voice America is happy to announce Dr. Mary Oz's new online TV show called Life-Changing Results with Dr. Mary Oz. Come join as she reveals what it takes to have an amazing relationship with yourself, others, and the universe in ways that are not only healthy, but also extraordinary. If you are all about attracting and achieving life-changing results quickly and easily, this is for you. Join us at voiceamerica.tv and search for life-changing results. Radical Change Now cares about your healing, transformation, and opportunity to create the radical change you want and deserve in your relationships and in your life. Dr. Mary Oz and her guests are powerful and effective healers, coaches, mentors, and energy workers that are already transforming their clients' lives in powerful ways. Each week, we share valuable insights and advice that helps you achieve the next level of healing and transforming. Visit our gift page to see all the valuable free downloads and webinars at drmaryozfreegifts.com. Radical change is when we receive the big changes in life that we want and deserve. The big changes that we tend to believe are difficult or not even possible. Are you interested in creating your own radical change? Dive deep with one of our coaches while we focus on you and your individual breakthrough. Our discovery session is designed to uncover hidden challenges that may be blocking you and provide you with a proven plan to achieve the change you seek once and for all. Call 1-833-447-CHANGE or visit RadicalChangeNow.com slash discovery. Are you ready to take the 30-day life-changing challenge that everyone is raving about? In this quick and easy guide, Dr. Mary Oz reveals how you can get started with your own life-changing challenge and begin receiving the results, healing, and transformation you have been longing for. If you love quick, easy, and powerful, this is a must for you. Get your hands on a copy instantly at RadicalChangeNow.com by providing your name and email so you can get started today. Your time is now, and we are here to help you get your radical change. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Radical Change Now with Dr. Mary Oz. 
If you'd like to participate in our discussion today, the phone lines are open. Reach us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Let's get back to Radical Change now. Here again is Dr. Mary Oz. Welcome back to Radical Change Now. We've been talking to Dr. Teresa Lyons, an autistic healing expert. It's got lots of interesting suggestions and advice for us today. And we're going to move into the part of the show where she tells us specifically some steps, some solid steps that you can take. So welcome back, Teresa, and you're on. All right. So first, we talked about it a little bit, but the first step for parents who are ready to take action and healing their child, first step is to come from a place of being grounded. So you can't be in panic mode, and it's very easy to be in panic mode and to be overwhelmed, um, but you want to take good action and you want to get good results. So really getting um, an understanding of your emotions releasing the negative emotions that aren't going to serve you, it's, it's a fantastic first step that is absolutely necessary. And the second step after that is how health is influenced by food and thought. So the first step you've taken towards thought and not being in panic mode anymore. And then the second step is about food. So food is the most powerful thing you can do for yourself and for your child. Um, parents have the absolute most influence and change over their child. It's not another therapist. It's not a teacher. Even though kids go to school for a decent part of the day, parents have the most influence and ability to change over their child. And parents who, who are ready, they start asking really thoughtful questions. Um, and they're ready to put in the necessary work and value self-care as the way to stay motivated. Because again, healing, this is, you're not going to heal your child in a month, two months. This is, and if you think you do, then you start getting into panic mode because then it becomes very stressful because you think, oh, this should be done already and, and I should have overcome this already. But it, it, it's a journey. And you need to stay motivated throughout that journey. So self-care definitely is an, another way of keeping yourself energized and healthy while on this healing journey. Yeah, I love that advice, Teresa, because, you know, I know in my private practice as a counselor, you know, self-care for parents that, you know, I work a lot with children with attention deficit disorder or if I'm helping a family who has a member who has bipolar or borderline personality um, disorder, the first thing to do is help them see clearly, get grounded, and invest in self-care and come from a healthier place, right, yeah. after they've invested in some self-care. And I love your message of also it's a process, right? So be patient. It's a process. Mm-hmm. Let it be a process. It doesn't happen overnight. It doesn't happen in a month. But if you take these steps over time, you will see the change in your child. Yes. That's so powerful. It it really is. So share with us an overview of your system about the exact system that you used to see the healing in your own daughter. Sure. So there's five steps. And 
First step is about sleeping. So over 90% of those with autism also have sleeping issues comorbid to autism. And Mm -hmm. lack of sleep is so prevalent that many people who really don't understand the diagnosis just think, oh, if someone has autism, they also have sleep issues. They're comorbid. So the first thing to do is to help to heal autism is is to get your child sleeping and you sleeping because if your child's not sleeping more than likely... You're not sleeping. Right. (laughs) Exactly. That's true. And and this can go on for years. So I didn't get a... a, I sleep with my daughter for a year and a half and might have been even up two years. So it it was Um, exhausting. I'm a firm believer in the quickest way to unhealthy and unhappy is not getting enough sleep over a long period of time. (laughs) Like, people don't realize when you're in it how much it really affects you. Oh, it, uh, you, you, I remember packing for going to visit my parents, and, I, you know, I just had to pack a few things. And when my daughter wasn't sleeping, it took me almost a half a day to be able to just organize that trip. And then after she was sleeping solid 10 hours a night, I was able to do that in, like, an hour. And I thought to myself, wow, Teresa, you really were not functioning well when, when you weren't sleeping. And it, <laughs> right, <laughs> just, exactly. And, it, it, and, and you don't want to be taking um, action for your, for your child and making huge decisions when either of you aren't sleeping. So the first right. step is about sleeping. And um, I do teach that a little bit more in depth, and maybe we can do that on the next show, about um, there are certain supplements and there's three issues to not sleeping and they get confused and people don't really understand how each problem is separate and unique. Um, So the first step is about start sleeping. The second step is about believing. And we touched on that a, a little bit about caring for yourself, but this really comes down to believing that healing is possible. And there's a lot of resistance that certainly can come up and there's different techniques, um, but believing what possible, what's possible and really truly believing that is an important second step because yeah. you have to have a goal as to what you mm-hmm. want to do. That's a great message for our audience today. It's really just helping them to be open to, hey, if I help my child heal, there's a way to help your child heal, but you have to believe it in order to get the healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you have to believe it. Because mm-hmm. what you believe in life, you get. So if you start mm-hmm. doing all this work, but you believe that there'll never be any change, you won't really see any change because you get what you believe. Right. That's true. So the third step is about having a baseline and quantifying your results. And that's quite technical. I won't go into it now. But if you don't know where you started and you don't, you're not able to quantify your success in healing then um, it's very easy to get lost. It's like having a map and not using it. So step right. three is all about having a map and using it. So well, getting course, lost and frustrated along the way, right? Yes, 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 yes. You think you did, you did a few things and then you lose track of what it is that you really wanted to do and why you were doing it. So yeah, step three is all about, about having a map and, and a baseline. And I, I'm a scientist. 
So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I like everyone. <laughs> you relate I work to with. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> quantify. I'm always about quantifying. So, yeah, I teach about quantifying. Um, the next step is about learning and mastering the eight special diets that are specific for autism. So these, there are eight special diets, and um, you, know, you might have heard, oh, one child on autism did great on a, let's say, gluten-free diet, and um, maybe another child didn't do so well on a gluten-free diet. And there are eight diets, so there, it can be overwhelming for a parent to look at eight diets and try and figure out, okay, which diet is going to work for my child. Um, but it's important because not every special diet targets the symptoms that are associated with autism. And again, thinking back to that spectrum, when you have someone all the way on the left side and someone all the way on the right side, they're probably not going to need the same special diet. So it's really important to mm-hmm. customize that makes sense. special diets. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it takes, it, it, it's about having strategy. So again, you need to come from a place of being well-rested, being able to make decisions, um, so that you don't waste time doing a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and you know, wasting that energy, which will just tire you out. And the last so, step. Yeah, oh, sorry. the last step. The last step would be about eating. So a lot of times children with autism are picky eaters. So it's important to really phase out problematic foods and introduce new foods. And um, I work with parents on addressing picky eating issues in a very easy and comfortable way for parents to do it. So I, would imagine, I would imagine that's very common, right? Because, I mean, yeah. just picky eating issues can be in any family, but... I would imagine that that's um, highly frustrating for parents because then you worry if you can't get your kids to eat or it's so limited. You worry right. about their nutrition, their health, right? Yeah. And, and, and if, if you don't know the easy ways to overcome picky eating, then, again, this is, this is where a lot of parents become frustrated because they just don't know how to get their child to eat what they should be eating. Right. So, you know, I've mentioned to our audience that you have a free gift. So thank you for the free gift, especially for our Voice America audience today. And they can get that gift at drmaryozfreegifts.com. That's G-I-F-T-S. Add an S to the word gifts. And why don't you tell us a little bit about the quiz, why you created it, and how people will benefit from taking the quiz? Sure. So I created the quiz because so many parents are just overwhelmed with all of the things that they hear they should be doing. So it's it's so easy to get overwhelmed, especially when um, a new study comes out or a new report or you know some celebrity talked about a, a certain intervention and. Um, it's really hard to be able to stay on top of everything. So the quiz that I created was to help parents release that overwhelmed feeling. So they can take the quiz. Um, they might even find things that they didn't think about doing that are, are important to do. So it's, it's really about helping parents form a strategy for continuing to heal their child. 
And then once they take the quiz, they have access to you. So if they're looking for more information from you or they want to learn about the eight special diets or they can always sign up for the quiz and then they'll have access to get in touch with you, correct? Correct. I offer a few different ways for them to get more information from me. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I have lots of informational emails that they would receive as well. Okay, so awesome. So just want to share with our audience before we wrap things up today. First of all, a big thank you to Teresa Lyons for joining us today, Dr. Teresa Lyons. And today's show has really been on releasing guilt and changing your mindset for better results with autistic children. And Dr. Teresa has that gift for you. We encourage you to go check it out as soon as possible. And next week, when we come back, Dr. Teresa Lyons will be talking to us about resolving sleep issues for autistic children and for parents as well. And just thinking about all that Dr. Teresa Lyons shared today, and I'm really hearing that I love her message of you need to know that healing is possible. There are steps to take. There are things that you could do. You want to come from a place of strength and a place of believing And there is hope, and if she has helped her daughter heal, that healing for your child, who might be autistic, is possible as well. And Dr. Teresa, we have one minute left. Would you like to share a one-minute final piece of advice? One-minute final piece of advice. Just be easy with yourself. Mm. As a parent, it's so easy to only see what you haven't done yet but don't forget to celebrate what you have done already and have fun with your child right yes oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's possible totally possible well thank you dr teresa thank you for being on the show today thank you for having me i really enjoyed speaking with you yeah i feel like we went over some really Um, excellent interesting points um, giving parents something to think about Um, maybe they've explored the diets before but they didn't know there was eight and getting centered reframing really how you approach your child if you're frustrated and honestly what I love the most is parents now have a place to go if they want more information or they want to talk to a uh, autistic specialist who has been down the journey you're here for them, and they'll know how to get in touch with you. So don't forget to visit Dr. Mary Oz, freegifts.com. Have yourselves an awesome week, and tune in next week uh, for more information with Dr. Teresa Lyons and myself, especially around sleep issues. Next week, see you then. Thank you for tuning in this week for Radical Change Now. Be sure to join Dr. Mary Oz again next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have the best week of your life.